Can you tell the Lord yes this morning? On this January 1st, 2023. This is the day that the Lord has made and we can rejoice and be glad in it. Can you tell him yes this morning? Yes to your will. Yes to your ways. Thank you, Lord God. Father, we thank you for your goodness and grace. We thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to see this day. You've given us an opportunity to worship you in the beauty of holiness. You've given us another opportunity to overcome evil with good. You've given us, Lord God, a voice. You've given us an opportunity to be demonstrative in praise and worship unto you. Lord God, and so we have gathered together, we are gathering, Lord God, to give you honor due unto your name. Lord God, to bless you and to bless your word. Lord God, we thank you for your kindness. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy, Lord Jesus, and we thank you for your saving grace. We know that if you had called our name, we would be in your care. We would be in the best hands that we could ever land in. Ah, glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for holiness. Thank you, Lord God. You said without holiness, no man can see you. You've called us to be holy because you're holy. Lord God, thank you for making us aware of your characteristics. Thank you for making us aware of your attributes. Thank you, Lord God, for making us aware of your desire. You've revealed yourself unto us and we thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray and ask that you will continue to watch over and keep us, Lord, as we go forward in the service. Lord Jesus, give us what you would have us to receive. Bless your word to go forth, Lord, with clarity. Lord God, bless that there be an understanding and application made of your word. We ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. We'll continue to give you praise to give you the glory and honor in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Welcome to Inside the Pages presented by the Cornerstone of Grace located at 524 East Pasadena Street, Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. Saturdays at 11.30 p.m. You'll find us on KKLA uh, that is 99.5 on the FM dial or kkla.com uh, for those that are listening over the, uh, the internet. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. We thank God for today. It's, it is a happy new year. And to each one that is listening and those that will be listening, happy new year unto you. Uh, we 
just thank God and really excited, even more excited than what I was in 2022 20, uh, uh, about the, the Lord himself and what he is doing and what he is going to do. You know, we're just listening to Shekinah Glory. Uh, Lord, uh, 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 yes, you know, uh, those are the rights and uh, and that belong to Shekinah Glory Ministry as well as uh, their producers, you know, so we wanna acknowledge that and uh, support uh, uh, their music ministry. I, I personally love their music ministry uh, because their songs are very meaningful when it comes to worship, praise, and adoration unto our Lord and Savior. Listen, uh, I want to uh, bring something to your attention as, as just before I open the scripture. If you are, uh, if you visit connectingtruth.org and submit uh, prayer requests or acknowledgments, and of course we love to hear from you, please give us a valid email address uh, to respond to. You know, we're receiving prayer requests and information. I noticed that some of them, the email addresses, return emails are not valid. Please make sure to whitelist us, whitelistconnectingtruth.org, the domain name, so that you can hear back from us. All right. And so at this time, we're going to have our opening scripture uh, coming from our deacon. Psalms 149. Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song, and his, and his praise in the congregation of the saints. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praise unto him with the timbrel and harp. For the Lord take, taketh pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let the high praise of God be in their mouth and the two-edged sword in their hand. To execute vengeance upon the heathen and punish upon the people. Punishments upon the people. To bind their king with chains and their nobles with the fretter of iron, to execute upon them the judgment written. This honor have all his saints. Praise ye the Lord. Acts 2, 26 and 47. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearers of the word. Bless your Lord. Amen. We thank God for his kindness again. Happy New Year to everyone. We thank God for those that are, are tuning in, those that are present, and we solicit your prayers. And, you know, and, and my prayer is that uh, you have a prosperous new year. That you have a prosperous new year. Uh, God is 
uh, certainly the Lord is interested in your success. And I'm not talking about your spiritual success only. I'm talking about your natural success. God wants you to succeed. And so uh, my prayer is that you will uh, follow what is being said. You know, follow me as I, I am following Christ and, and testify of the goodness of God. You know, before we go into the word of God, uh, as Shekinah Glory was, was singing, you know, as we was listening and, uh, and in prayer, you know, the, the song says, yes, yes to your will, you know, and again, my question is, are you telling, will you tell the Lord yes? Will you tell him yes uh, this year? You may have told him yes yesterday, but are you telling him yes today? You know, no excuses, uh, no, um, nothing to, to block, nothing that we could think of that would eliminate the yes that we are telling unto him. Are you saying yes unto the Lord? We're going to, um, we're going to expedite the time. Is that right? Expediting time this morning? Okay, we're expediting the time this morning. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> just give the Lord a hand wave wherever you are. Just, just wave your hands to him. You know, if you, if you driving, don't take your hand off the wheels, but, but just give the Lord a wave and, and let him know here I am, Lord. I am here for you. I'm here for you, Lord. My, I surrender, you know, matter. I, I'm feeling for you, Lord God, that, that I, that I find you, Lord. I, I don't want to just find you when I'm in need of something. I just want to find you because we're going to have good fellowship together. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to have excellent fellowship. I'm, I'm a walk with you, Lord. I'm a walk with you. Thank you, Jesus. I'm a walk with you. Mighty God. I want, I want to direct your attention to the book of Zechariah. Let's continue to pray for one another. Thank you, Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost. Mighty God. Let's continue. You know, sometimes when you have a thought that crosses your mind and you feel the, the move of God's spirit as your as it crosses your mind, that's God. Uh, speaking back to you, letting you know that he has heard what was, heard that thought, heard that thought. It's not just a reaction of something that, that, you know, that occurred, but it was God letting you know that he heard that thought. And at the moment I was thinking about our psalmstress, you know, um, and so to, that would give help give praise and adoration unto the Lord that, you know, your songstress, your singer set the, the atmosphere and the service. And so uh, just thanking God for his goodness. And so I want to direct your attention to Zechariah, the fourth chapter. Zechariah, the fourth chapter. And for those of you, again, that are, that are tuning in, uh, Happy New Year. Uh, we thank you for for joining us here at uh, Inside the Pages, presented by the Cornerstone of, of Grace. If you're looking for a church home ministry, you know, certainly we want to invite you to join in with us, grow with us, be blessed with us as well. The Lord is blessing. 
Zechariah, the fourth chapter, the sixth verse. It says, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel. The Lord has sent a word to his prophet. He sent a word to Zerubbabel. And in that word, he said, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Let the Bible tell us this is the word of the Lord. It's the word of the Lord. It is the word of the Lord. Unto Zerubbabel, but not only to Zerubbabel then, not only to Zerubbabel in that day, but it is also a word for you right now. And he said, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. It's by my spirit. You might have some might. You may have some power. You may have a lot of influence in certain areas, but it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. In 2023, or in 2023 words or more, I don't want to say less because, you know, preachers get up and, and they say, I won't be long before you. And, and after a while, the five minutes then turn into 15, 15 has turned into an hour. And next thing you listen, I, I'm going to tell you, as I believe in as and as I've expressed to other ministers, that five minutes is too long for a bad message and just right for a good one. In 2023 words or more, I want to encourage you to be spiritually armed, not emotionally charged. Be spiritually armed. Don't be emotionally charged. Now we've transitioned from 2022 to 2023 and if the lord had come in that transition on a time when he felt like coming because no man knows the day or the hour but we're to be ready whenever he shows up whenever whenever that may be not based upon your opinion not based upon my opinion but whenever he decides to come and get us some would have made it into the kingdom i i, I would have God bless you. Yes, I'm testifying. That is my testimony. Yes. And you need to have the same testimony. And others would have missed it. I'm afraid. I'm fearful. I'm scared. I am hell scared because hell is real. Hell is real. And if you don't, for some that don't believe hell is real and that it won't burn you, um, you need to look at the volcano that erupts and spews out um, molten lava. And, you know, matter of fact, tell the volcano, you're not real. You're just a figment of my imagination. Don't touch it. Matter of fact, no, if you don't believe it's real, you should be able to touch it, step in it, swim in it, you know, walk right over it. Hell is real. 
Jesus made that very plain that hell is real. When he talked about the rich man that went to hell, looked up, saw Lazarus and asked if Lazarus could dip his finger in some water and cool his tongue because he was tormented in the flame. Now for preachers that, and I've heard preachers say that hell is not real and we're not gonna stay here, uh, but uh, then you're telling me that you know more than Jesus Christ. And so I can't, I can't, I can't go with you. We can't go with that. I won't go for that. I'm going with the word of God because the word of God says that it's not by power. It's not by might. It's not by power, by his spirit. And so we're going to follow what the spirit of the Lord has to say about everything. What does God have to say? And so others would have missed it. How about you? Would you have made it in or would you have been left behind? My Godfather brought something to my attention. I never, uh, never forgot what these words he said. The he said the the worst few words in the human language, or the worst two words that he considered was too late, too late. You know, some of us it's have experienced that too late. It may have been that you were going to catch the and you missed the bus, you were too late, and so therefore you did not make it to that uh, appointment. Uh, I knew a young lady that was with the uh, 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 police department and had been had graduated the academy and was ready to be sworn in and made it all the way to Beverly Hills and was a few minutes late and they said, too late. The chief will not see you. Now, he could have had compassion, but we found that too late. We start service at nine o'clock, at nine, not 9.05, 9, 10, 9.20. And things do happen where, where something could be delayed, but I understand that. But it's better to be 15 minutes early, which we consider on time, than to be there at nine o'clock when you're supposed to be on post or in duty or whatever that it is that you are to be doing. Would you be ready? Today, many exist. Some even live a little. They were emotionally charged. However, they are not spiritually armed. Being emotionally charged has a temporary shelf life. You've gone to the store and you've picked something up and you saw that the shelf life expired, you know, and especially when you look at a carton of milk or something and it says sell before uh, this day, you know, best used if uh, by this date, you know, and my, uh, my sons and my daughters are sticklers about the date. Dad, did you check the date? You know, because I'll pick something up. Or if I'm not uh, wearing my, my glasses, then certainly I may have missed the date. And so therefore I may get um, uh, in trouble there. And, and so uh, they ask about the dates because there are uh, because there are a temporary shelf life. Whereas spirituality precedes might, which is possibility. Uh, it exceeds power, the authorities. And certainly 
emotions, which is nothing but energy in motion. Uh, many churches are, are going to be in service today and there's going and people are going to be gathering together and they're going to be emotionally charged. The minister is going to get up and he's going to preach a good message and, and the choir is going to sing and, uh, you know, or the songstress is going to, uh, you know, and they're going to be people are going to be emotionally charged. And some will leave and be spiritually armed and others will just walk out with that temporary charge. The Bible says the same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside. And a great multitude was gathered together unto him so that he went into a ship and sat and the whole multitude stood on the shore and he spake, he spoke many things unto them in parable. Now a parable, as you know, is a earthly story with a heavenly meaning. It's an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. And he said, behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some fell by the wayside and the fowls came and devoured them up. And you ever planted some seeds? I, I grew up and we had some farmland and you know, and I would go visit my, my, my auntie and cousins. Uh, they had a, a, a good quarter of an acre that they were farming and, uh, and producing, you know, uh, uh, produce and chickens and different things. And, and when you planted seeds, you had to plant the seeds the right way as the birds and even the chickens would try to scratch it up and eat them. And, and so you had to plant things the right way so that you would have a proper harvest. We're looking for a harvest from the Lord. We're looking for a harvest even in the natural and it's on its way. And so he spake unto them in these parables saying, behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside and the fowls came and devoured them up. Are you going to let the fowls come and devour what is being planted in you. Some fell upon stony ground because they did not have much earth. And forthwith they sprang up, the seeds that fell upon the stony ground and it sprung up and, you know, and it didn't have much earth because they, they had no deepness, they had no depth of the earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. You've you seen plants that were scorched a, a little, uh, you know, burnt up, dried up because it did not have any depth in the earth. And so they withered. Now, you know what happened to some folks that you started out with in 2022 and you don't see them now uh, because they withered. They withered. Okay. And so when the sun rose up, they were scorched. They withered. And, and some thorns, some fell among thorns and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some 100 fold, some 60 fold, some 30 fold. 
you know, and, and so I, I need you uh, to do what Jesus strongly suggested. It, Jesus said at the end of this parable, he said, he who has an ear, let him hear. If you have any type of understanding, if you have any sense, and mainly your hearing, then hear what Jesus is saying. In my mind, it was a, a day like today. First Sunday, 2023, this is our day. Jesus left the house for a particular place to exhort the word, just like I did. A sower, someone that plants seeds, went into the field to, to, to plant some seeds. Some seeds fell by the wayside and the files came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony ground where they did not have much earth and they sprang up, but because they didn't have much earth, they were scorched. Some fell among thorns and the thorns choked them. Sometimes you, 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 when you're talking to someone and they're complaining, uh, they're being choked by the word. They heard the word, but some of them needed an understanding. And instead of asking the minister for clarity, they pretended to know. Have you ever uh, uh, spoke with someone about the service and they pretended to have comprehended, they pretended to have understood what was said? And then as you went more into conversation, you, you realized that they, did, they were clueless. Some folks are clueless after attending service. Ah, pastor, you shouldn't say yes, but it's the truth. And the Bible tells us that knowing the truth, you'll be free. And so some pretend that they know. Ooh, didn't the preacher preach? Ooh, and, and he got, ooh, and, and we, we, ooh, and, you know, they pretended. They were emotionally charged. Now, the disciples were not so that they did not ask Jesus for a better understanding. What is your problem today that you don't ask for a better understanding? Don't you know the minister has an obligation to teach you the word of God? The minister, yes, the minister, ministers, ministers, all of you with minister license and, you know, ordained and, you know, and, and cried and, and pouted for a title. And, and now you have, you have an obligation the Bible said for the perfecting of the saints till we all come into the, the statue of the measurement of the man Christ Jesus. We're to be edified. The minister has an obligation to provide you with an understanding. So you need to ask them for clarity. And when they tell you search the scriptures, no, that's not what the Bible said. The Bible didn't tell tell you to search the scripture. When that statement was made, it was made to the ministers, ministers, Levites, Pharisees, and other scribes, search the scriptures. You think you have that and be ready to give an answer to those that need one. The responsibility is to teach and to urge you in perfection and you need to hold them to it. You have a right as a child of God to ask the minister, a question and they not blow you off. Preach pastor, okay. I have to say, shame on you. 
I'm enjoying the word, excuse me. Shame on you. But today is a new day. You need to give an understanding. Others heard the word. They got happy. And they danced, they got their shot on. Woo. And you ever been to a service and and the, and the music is playing and 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 the service is going on and and everybody is standing there and they and they all got the same dance. They all got the same shuffle. They all got the same move. And when the music stopped, they sit down with their fan and you know, and you might have a few. You know, I, I was I was making observation. I was at a service. And I was just making observation of, of people that was that was, uh, um, you know, that was up into the music. And I noticed, excuse me, <laughs> I noticed this particular couple. Matter of fact, it was a, it, I, I'm just going to leave it at couple that they both was doing the same gestures. And I was like, wow, so is that? Anyway, listen, others heard the word and they got happy and they danced and they shouted and even shared a, a snippet on, on the media platform. Oh, I'm going to put this on TikTok and I, I'm going to put this on Instagram post and I'm going to put this, uh, you know, on uh, Snap and I'm going to put this. And so. But they were not rooted and grounded. As they passed through they danced and shouted and as they danced and shouted and and rejoiced and you know rode all over the floor and all of those things and the day came that they was david said though i passed through the valley of the shadow of death i fear no the day came that they passed through hell's kitchen they, they didn't just pass through the valley of the shadow of death they went through hell's kitchen and it got hot and the enemy said, if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. And that's what they did. They didn't just get out the kitchen. They, they left uh, some other, other places, too, and did not return. Trials and tribulations will come. And your testimony will be tested. Your testimony will be tested. Instead of seeing the challenge as an opportunity, they were offended. When confronted, they were hurt. They were insulted. They were upset. Jesus said, blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. They got offended. And so instead of saying I'm offended, and you have those that say I'm offended in God. I'm offended because the Lord uh, took my mother. I'm offended because the Lord took my child. I'm offended because the Lord made a call well you're gonna be offended when he called you too if you don't change and become spiritually armed instead of emotionally charged jesus said don't be offended in me and so instead of uh, they'll blame the church well I, the, the pastor said i'm emotionally charged and i need to become spiritually armed well, if you're offended in that, then that just shows that you're just emotionally charged and you are not spiritually armed. When we talk about spiritually armed, we, we get into an area of discernment. We get into an area of walking with God 
uh, because you're not just going to walk with him emotionally. Uh, I'm going on here. But listen, don't trip over this. Uh, don't trip. Don't, don't trip when the test come. Don't trip when you try. Don't trip when you don't understand. Don't trip when you see the enemy is trying to swoop in and steal the word from you. Become spiritually armed so that you can war those things off. There were those that heard the word. They said, amen. Felt accomplished. But later something happened. The cares of this life, deceitfulness of riches, choked the word out of them. Uh, God didn't ever say that, that you can't be rich. And people believe that, well, if I get rich, I, I'll, I'll stop being saved. That is a lie from the enemy. Now, you have those that, that are poor and they're not saved. Those that are struggling from day to day and they are not saved. It don't matter if you have or have not whether you live saved or not. Lazarus was a transient. The Bible said that he was laid at the rich man's gate and waited, hoped to receive uh, the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table so that he could eat them. He was sickly and the dogs licked his sores. That's the only comfort he had. And when he died, he was saved. Even in his uh, lack of prosperity, he had integrity unto God. Whereas the rich man died and went to hell. Each of them was in service. They heard the word. Some were attentive and became emotionally charged, but some at some point, their emotional charge was depleted, like your cell phone. After a while, your cell phone is depleted, and it needs to be charged up. Your car runs out of gas. Your Tesla uh, have to be charged. Your, your, your Lucid needs to be, you know, uh, charged up. Whatever you're driving, your Mustang, it needs to, after a while, the cells run dry. That's not the same with being spiritually armed. Energy and motion is not the same. I heard the word of God say that is not by power. It's not by might, but by my spirit, said the Lord of hosts. You need to be spiritually charged. You need to be uh, spiritually armed and ready. The Bible tell us in Isaiah, the, the 59th chapter in the 19th verse, so shall they that fear the name of the Lord from the west and from the and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. The spirit of the Lord, not emotionally charged. The spirit of the Lord, char the spirit of the Lord is charged. The spirit of the Lord is armed. The spirit of the Lord is ready and deals battle with those spirits. Paul reminds the saints, 
just as I am reminding you to walk in the, uh, that we walk in the flesh. However, we need to know and understand that these earthen vessels, where we are, mighty God, where you are, if you are saved, if you are sanctified, if you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, that where you are, that in this earthen vessel are treasures. There's treasures. Holy Ghost. We're filled with a treasure. We're filled with something that, that the enemy love to take from you. Mighty God. We'd love to spoil you. Isaiah 62 uh, says, For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until the righteousness therefore go forth as brightness. Holy Ghost. And the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. And the Gentiles shall see the righteousness and all kings thy glory. And thou shalt be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord shall name. Thou shalt also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of our God. Now, I need you to get this. I, I need you to understand this. I need you to embrace this. The Lord told Isaiah, he said, I'm not going to hold my peace. Something's going to happen here. And, and I, I'm going to, it's going to be for Jerusalem. And I'm not going to rest till it's done. I'm not going to rest till it's done. Oh, bless you, Jesus. Until the righteousness, therefore, go forth as brightness. So there's, a, there's a, a, an illumination that is going to come upon those that are spiritually armed. And, and the salvation as a lamp that burneth and, and is going to be bright. It's going to be bright. Okay. And the Gentiles, the Gentiles representing those that are not saved. Now, I'm a Gentile. I'm not, I'm not of the Israel nationality. I, I'm American, you know, uh, African American, whatever you want to term me to be. And, and so I will be saved. And so those that are not saved, and you can trace Israel's uh, hair. If you've been following along with us in the book of Genesis, then you know Israel uh, came, God took a Gentile and created a new nation from it. And so Israel itself came from the Gentiles. So the Gentiles shall see, the ancestors of Israel are Gentiles, shall see thy righteousness and all kings, thy glory and you're going to have a new name. There is a new name that has been prepared for me. There is a new name that has been prepared for you. There's a new name that's been prepared for you. Bless your Lord Jesus. The Bible tell us that now it, when we read this in Revelation, when we read this in Revelation, then you see that the Bible said that that those that are that are caught up those that are caught up will receive a, a stone with a new name in it. And no one is going to know that new name except the person that receives it. Uh, the person that receives that new name. And, and so that new name comes from a development of something. It, there's a development that occurs 
that the new name is received. And the Bible said by the mouth of the Lord, because the Lord, the mouth of the Lord shall name it. The mouth of the Lord is going to give you a new name. We've read that throughout the scripture where the Lord called Abraham, Abraham. The Lord called Sarah, Sarah. And so God changed their name. He called Jacob Israel. And so the names were changed. And so God has still, uh, there are more names that are to be changed. So your name might be uh, Carl Henderson. It might be uh, Wayne Robinson. It might, but that name is going to change because God has given you a new name. He's giving you a new name. And he said, thou shalt also. So the enemy has something that he is after. And that is to take what God has given you or his plans for you away. We do not war after the flesh. It's not about the outer, but the inner. It's about the inner man. It's not about the outer man. We get caught up on the outer. What about the inner man? The Bible tells us that it's not what what that that what goes in a man that defiles him. It's what goes out of him. So see, you might get a thought. You might be the enemy might be trying to work on your mental, work on your your mind, your and trying to provoke you to do something. And so you thought about it, but you didn't act upon it. It's not about the outer. It's about the inner. And then you, we learn that since it's not what 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 goes in a man that defiles will come out, then we even become more cautious. The Bible tells us in Proverbs, I believe it is, or Psalms to guard your heart with all diligence, guard your heart. And so we, we are really cautious about what we allow to go in us. So that we limit the effects of what comes out of us. Second Corinthians, second Corinthians, and I'm, I'm, I'm just about done here. Second Corinthians, second Corinthians. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Second Corinthians four, beginning at the fifth verse, it says, for we preach not ourselves. But Christ Jesus, the Lord. We're preaching Christ. We're preaching the Lord. And ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness and shine in our hearts, to give the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. It's about the power of God, not the power of any man standing behind a podium, anyone with a microphone in their hand or, or, or a megaphone on the corner. It's about the power of God. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. You might face some trouble, but I've learned from this walk, I don't have to be distressed over everything. There's some things that would you ever see you ever see the show Gumby where Gumby is stretched, you know, just pulled apart without but he don't break. 
He don't break, but he is stretched. And by the time they finish, his arms is dragging or pokey, his legs is all wobbly and stuff. You, you know, you have you haven't seen it, you have to Google it. But listen, it was a clay, it was animation, it was clay. And so sometimes we feel like that. We feel pulled. We feel taxed. But we're not in distress because we're not without hope. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down or destroyed, even though sometimes it might feel like it. But then in that moment, after you after you dealt with the energy, the energy, see, the, at the moment, you feel that way because your emotions are showing up, the energy of the emotions. But then when the when the energy of the emotions and, and you start to lean on the spirit of God. And the spirit of God lifts up a standard. You realize that I am not in despair as I thought I was. I am not forsaken as I, I felt that I was. I am not destroyed as I thought I was because of the spirit of God. The spirit of God is there. I'm armed. And, and by the time you start thinking about it and that song begin to register in your heart and, you know, and you begin to think more and think about the word of God. And, and after a while, it, it changes. It changes. And instead of you being emotionally depleted. You find that your spiritual armor is now taking you where you need to go. You find that uh, because the word of God said for for which we would faint. For which cause we faint not. We're not fainting. No, no, no. But though we are outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. It didn't take me out. And, and I knew that was God. It didn't take you out. That's God. For our light affliction. But which. For a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. I really want to stay there and, and, and talk about that. I, I really want to stay there. And so I, I think I will. I think I will. And, and so uh, you see, God is in his wisdom has put this his plan together that, that we become the sons of God. So the Bible tells us it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know when he shall appear, we shall be like him. Our physical man is going to change, but that within us is not going to change. Your attributes that you all these years, whether it has been one day, because if you committed yourself to the Lord today in this moment, Lord, I repent of my sins. Church, I want to be baptized in Jesus name for the remission of sin, because that's what baptism is for. And and and, and in that moment, the, the, the Lord came and, and caught the church up. In that moment that he came and caught the church up. Those that are spiritually armed. Those that are caught up in that moment is because they overcame this life. You find that in Revelation. God is not going to change your mind in glory. The changing of our mind is right now. 
let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. The allowance of our transition, our mental state and becoming spiritually armed is occurring right now. It does not take away from your vocation. It does not take away from your marriage. It does not take away from family relationship. It does. It enhances everything because we are now walking with a clear mind. We're walking with purpose. Jesus did everything the right way. We're walking with that same mindset that I'm going to do it the right way. I'm going to do it the right way. That, that's my goal. I'm going to do it the right way. And as I learn, as I learn what to do, that, then I apply it. Hmm. An exceeding and eternal weight. When I get to glory, when you see me in glory, when you're there standing next to me in your white robe that only you can wear, that was made specially for you, tailor-made for you, and I'm standing there with my with my new name. My mind is not going to be changed. It was changed before I was caught up. Your spirit is not going to change. Your spirit was changed before you were caught up. While we are here with whatever and however many years that you have, whether it is one or 100, you're constantly in transition. I'm talking about those that are that are being spiritually armed. I'm not talking about those that are just going for the emotional charge. I just want to feel good. I just want to say I've been to church. I just want to say that, you know, this is the way I was raised. Once Baptist, always Baptist. Once Catholic, always Catholic, you know. And so I'm faithful to that traditional saying. And I feel good because I, I attended a service, but I'm not spiritually armed. I can still walk out of this service and screw whoever I want to screw. I can still walk out of this service and cuss out whoever I want to cuss out. I can still walk out of this service and get lit. I can still walk out of this service and put on some tight clothes, put on some short clothes and, you know, and, and, and do what I want to do. I want to go out and I want to seduce somebody. I want to go out and I want to live my life and do me. I'm going to do me. And God's going to forgive me for doing me. When I go back to service on next week, well, that's if I can make it back. If I make it back next week, you know, I'm, it's not a commitment that I actually have with being faithful to God. I believe in God and, you know, because I believe in him, you know, we got it going on. You know, he, he's mano mano, you know, my, he's my road dog. You know, we got it going on. We got it like that. That's their thought because they're emotionally charged. They, but deep down inside, they know that they're not spiritually armed. When we become spiritually armed, we lay aside every weight and every sin. A weight is not a sin, but it is something that drags you down. If you've ever gone fishing, you put a weight on the line to hold it in the water so that it doesn't float to the surface so that the fish will see it and, and bite that hook and, and then you can go home and have a good fish fry. A weight is something that will drag you along. You don't need weights on you. 
unless you scuba dive and then you're going to want to put on a weight belt to help anchor you in the water. But we know that if you run in a race, you're going to take off everything. You want to be feather light. You want your, your Nikes or Pumas, whoever that's, that you favor and put it on, you know, as far as running that race, your clothing, you want it to not have wind resistance. You want to be able to run a certain way and not be weighted down. Well, we're running a race, we're running a race. And so our, uh, what work is in us has an eternal weight of glory. For we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. Being emotionally charged, we're temporarily caught up into the temporal, but things which are eternal require you to be spiritually armed. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop with Ephesians 6. It says, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Emotionalism would take you on a few steps. You make a few steps being emotional. Once that energy in motion has been challenged and gone, you can tell because they soon take off the helmet of salvation. They soon take the spirit the sword of the spirit, and they lay it down and standing in the corner. And instead of it being sharp now, it's, it's dull because they've beaten other things with it. They've taken the, the shield of faith and laid it down. It's too heavy to carry. Instead of telling the truth, this becomes a little white lie won't hurt, a little black lie, yellow lie, whatever color of the rainbow you want to use. Nothing is left after a while. God is calling us to be spiritually armed and ready. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for your kindness. Thank you for blessing us to know and to hear and to understand that emotionalism is not going to do it. Lord God, you have called us to be spiritually armed. You've called us to walk in the spirit so that we do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You've called us, Lord God, to be attentive to what you have to say. Lord God, it is your word that cleanses us. It is your word that prepares us. It is your word that helps us live a saved and sanctified life. Lord God, we are seeking to do your will, to follow your word. Lord God, help us at, to govern ourselves so that we know and hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. Lord, we'll continue to lift you up, to exhort your word, to teach your word, even to preach your word when called upon. Lord God, we thank you right now for each one that tuned in, each one that have heard your word today. Lord God, as they make up in their minds to live 
spiritually armed and not emotionally charged. We ask these blessings in Jesus name. Amen. Listen, if you're looking for a church home, growth and ministry, want to invite you again to join in with us. Be blessed with us. Be charged and spiritually armed with us. God bless you. Uh, continue to pray for us as we're praying for you. And, you know, as we, we look forward in, in 2023 to as we are pushing and, and praying to expand, you know, there was a saying, pray until something happened, you know, and so we are, are praying as well as pushing to, to expand the word of God and, you know, the Lord is blessed, you know, we're coming to a close of, of time and many may not like to hear that, may not agree, may not understand, but we're coming to the end of a sixth day and I've dummied it down. I'm going to put it that way, you know, because many will read the book of Revelation and say, I don't understand it, you know, but the book of Revelation or the message of Revelation did not start uh, there in John on the Isle of Patmos. Uh, it actually started in Genesis. And so uh, we've written about that uh, in a book called uh, The Seventh Day or Day Seven. And that link will be posted on on the podcast later on today continue to pray for us as we're praying for you let's be a witness of god and his saving grace god bless you joining with us on wednesday lord say the same as we continue on in the book of genesis